0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with the composer of The Shape of Water, recent Golden Globe winner for that film, Alexandra Desplat. everyone i am being joined right now by oscar winner and golden globe winner and most recently another golden globe win for the shape of water the composer of that film alessandra desplat alessandra how are you today
1: i'm very well thank you the sun has come back in the in the skies of uh, hollywood which is good because the rain was uh... Rather terrible. This last two yesterday.
0: Oh, I hear that when you're in Hollywood and it rains, it absolutely pours. Nobody wants to drive. Nobody wants to do anything.
1: And <laughs> yeah, no, it's really ugly.
0: Yeah, I'm calling from the East Coast myself. So uh, out here, ah. w- rain, snow, it doesn't matter. We drive and we do everything we can. But I hear, I hear in LA, yeah. everything shuts down when it rains. Yeah, no,
1: yeah it's absolutely. Yeah, it was really uh, hectic
0: yesterday. I hear you on that. So. The reason why we're uh, talking today, actually, is about your acclaimed and now Golden Globe winning work on The Shape of Water. Um, You have done many scores over the last couple of years, both internationally and within Hollywood, uh, some of which are The Queen, the Harry Potter series, your Oscar winning work on The Grand Budapest Hotel, Uh, you're one of the hardest working composers today, and you have a tendency to really jump around um, from project to project, different genres, different types of filmmakers. Um, my first question is, what makes you uh, choose a project ultimately, and how did that ultimately lead you to working with Guillermo del Toro on The Shape of Water?
1: Well, it's always, always a mix of things. First of all, to try and, um, and jump from a project to a different project, I mean, different in, in its nature, which has, uh, yeah, I don't know, if I do an animation film, I will not do another animation film for a while because I don't want to just do that. I want to do one and maybe for a couple of years I will do something else. Uh, or if I do a, a romantic uh, uh, biopic, I, will, I don't want to do that right away again. I want to do, I don't know, a thriller. Because otherwise, I, I, I feel I'm going to repeat myself. It's hard enough to be inventive each, each time. If you are always in the same zone, uh, you can't really take, take chances and challenge yourself. So that's the first thing. And then, of course, the, 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 when the project is attached to a director, and it, you know, some directors really dream of working with them, and Guillermo was one of them. Because of his the nature of his of uh, his imaginative world, it's so rich, so uh, unique, and I knew that music in his films were an important part of of his uh, storytelling. So um, all that together, you know, I, when Guillermo suggested to me to write a score, the. Uh, the Superwaters. It was no
0: hesitation. Yeah, he's one of the master storytellers, certainly working today and, I mean, it shows definitely in the acclaim that this film has received uh, this year on the awards season trail. Um, Your work on this has been very much acclaimed, Uh, I mean, unanimously. uh, I know over here at Next Best Picture, we're all fans and I've listened to the work uh, that you put out for this movie countless times at this point and I, have to, I, I, I just want to know, for especially for anyone that's listening um, that is into um, scoring, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your process and how you approached uh, Guillermo's story. Did it start with the script, uh, a conversation with him? Uh, what was some of the inspiration that went into specifically The Shape of Water?
1: Well, the work really came from the first screening we had together when the, scre- the, when the movie was being edited, almost completed.
0: Oh, there was no music.
1: Uh, no, I, I, I tend to ask the director to show me the, the, the film without music so I oh. can be completely fresh when I watch the movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it was almost completed, uh, editing-wise. And uh, oh. and I said to Guillermo that the movie was very musical. There was something, not because only because of the songs and the relationship uh, that Eliza has with music and with uh, musical comedy, but uh, also because the, the way the movie is uh, 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 directed and uh, edited there is never uh, a moment of uh, of pose in the camera moves, the camera is const- constantly moving forward moving, moving, moving and that's very musical and the, I, I think the, I, I said something like uh, uh, Guillermo you, you have written a musical but the music has to be written
0: that must be so uh unique in a, in a sort of way i I, I almost struggle to uh, comprehend almost how he it, it, he must have had it, like the music almost in his mind um, which, which is interesting because did he then allow you to kind of toy around with ideas since they had already shot the material
1: but you know some directors they have they have this inner rhythm in their brain in their guts uh, and they can make a movie without even using temp. A temporary track each test it's, they had the, they had a the sense of rhythm in, in themselves and uh, the next step with the was to find was to find a, a sound that was that would belong only to the shape of water and that's where I started uh, looking for ideas and suggesting things, and we exchange about uh, ideas he had, like using accordion. Or, uh, we 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 realize that Eliza, played by Sally Hawkins, whistled in the film. So oh, why not use the whistle in the, to sing the, 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 to, to to play the tune? All these kind of of, of conversations are very fruitful. Uh, and then I came up with this idea uh, that the music could be. Uh, could have the sound of somebody who's underwater and hear and hearing music from underwater, and I thought that if I if I put together a large section of flutes, uh, and actually twelve flutes, uh, in the low register because I'm using bass flutes and, and alto flutes, uh, playing the the melody, it would be very very blurry and very soft at the same time, very watery, uh, and he or, or, or immediately bought the idea. And that's, you know, that was uh, the first conversations we had.
0: Yeah, because there's uh, a lot of uh, vocals. There's almost like, um, I know when I listen to it, it almost feels like that underwater quality that you explained there, I I almost get the sense that it's so whimsical that it feels like it lifts me off the ground when I listen to it. Not necessarily like in a soaring sort of way, but like floating. It's very peaceful and calm, and it has a quality about it that... Um, even though there is, uh, it, it's very much um, a universal movie, the music itself also is universal, and I think that's um, in tying with the theme of the film itself, which is that love is a universal quality. Um, was there a discussion between you and Del Toro about uh, the correlation between uh, those universal themes? Of course.
1: Uh, it, it's a movie about love. It's not a movie about uh, creatures or monsters. Or, it's all about love, right? Love between people, and they're between different people. Could they be uh, a straight, gay, Afro-American, uh, white, mute, whatever they are, a different species? It's uh, it's it's a it's a, it's a declaration. It's, it's a statement about love that love should should uh, r- uh, rule our lives. And uh, very quickly, early on, I said to, to Guillermo that I felt that music should be avoiding any genre type of score, you know, sci-fi, uh, or, or even too modern electronic score, because it would be taking us out of the, uh, not only the time, the 1962, uh, periods, uh, which I usually try to avoid, to, you know, I try to, I like to enjoy writing music for a period film, which is not period music, but on this, in this case, uh, It felt dangerous to be too far away, you know, using too much electronics, using too much devices that would not be uh, part of the production design almost, and the costumes and and, and the environment, which is so magical. Because it's a magical story that, you know, if you read it, you can question yourself. And when the movie starts, after 30 seconds, you're hooked. You're there. You believe it. You believe that the story is happening in 1962.
0: I completely agree with you. It's, it swept me off my feet and it transported me and I was totally sucked into the brilliant storytelling on display by Del Toro, all the craftspeople, the actors, and your work especially, sir. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and uh, taking the time to answer the questions. You're welcome. Your work on the film uh, uh, just recently won the Golden Globe. Our team over here at Next Best Picture is crossing our fingers for you, sir. Uh, for an Oscar nomination to follow soon and hopefully a win as well. Uh, That's how much we really, really love your work here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No problem. You've been listening to Alessandra Desplat over here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Alessandra, thank you so much once again.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.
0: All right, take care. Hey, guys, you were just listening to me interview the composer of The Shape of Water, Oscar winner for the Grand Budapest Hotel, and the recent Golden Globe winner for Best Original Score, Alexandra Desplat. Oscar ballots are currently in hand right now, and the voting is currently going on. We hope that you take a moment to appreciate and listen to the score that Alexandra Desplat has constructed for The Shape of Water, and we also hope that you give us a listen as well on all of the podcasting networks. The next Best Picture podcast can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, and also on Castbox. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. You can find me on social media at Next Best Picture. My name is Matt Neglia, and I will see you all next time.